Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're about to find out everything you need to know to start your day. It's the WISN Morning Briefing. It is 5.06. This is the WISN Morning Briefing sponsored by Team Hoffman Remax. It is Tuesday, July the 18th. We have partly to mostly cloudy skies, also some fog out there in 62 degrees. Good morning, I'm Ken Herrera, and topping the news, water levels continue to recede in Wisconsin's flood zones. That's allowing cleanup efforts in Walworth, Racine, and Kenosha counties to move into high gear. Fox 6's Ted Perry with the latest. Let's start in Kenosha County, where some people are finally able to get back into their homes to salvage what they can. This after flood levels hit record highs of more than 17 feet. So now, local and state authorities are assessing the damage. County officials say $8 million is the magic number. Why? Well, if damage estimates reach that level, that would be enough to activate a FEMA response, federal dollars. In the meantime, nurses are on hand providing tetanus shots and cleanup kits as bacteria levels are high. We've had our bike patrol units out here um, checking on residents. We've had pickup trucks. Our deputies and detectives have been driving around checking on people to make sure uh, residents are okay. And uh, they've been answering a lot of questions. Officials say one of the biggest issues now is people driving around barricades and entering blocked off roads. Several highways running through Kenosha are still closed to traffic. Meantime, mountains of debris in front yards. Well, this is a familiar sight in Burlington. The city organized a special trash pickup service as people emptying out their basements. Through Friday, John's disposal trucks will pick up flood damaged items in addition to regular garbage collection. Residents are relieved about that. It would be a lot more work. I'd have to load it, take what I could burn somewhere and burn it, and find where else everything else goes. So for more information on how to organize flood items for that trash pickup and more FEMA debris removal guidelines, just go to our homepage of fox6now.com. Yeah, and the last thing these folks want to hear in the flood zones uh, comes from the Wisconsin Emergency Operations Center. The National Weather Service says an active weather pattern will occur Tuesday night and continue into Saturday. Several periods of thunderstorms may produce heavy rain. It'll also be hot and humid. The threat of flooding will increase due to possibly heavy rains and those humid conditions. Again, the last thing the folks want to hear in those flood zones. But it looks like an active weather pattern is right around the corner. Milwaukee police say speed was a factor in a crash Monday that took the life of a 19-year-old man. The man's car literally split in two when he crashed into a tree. Fox 6's Angelica Sanchez with that story. This is what remains of a 1990 Lexus LS 400 involved in a fatal crash Monday evening. The vehicle is now split in two. Police say it slammed into a tree near Fond du Lac and Roosevelt. After hitting a curb, the vehicle was traveling eastbound at a high rate of speed. Milwaukee police say the driver was the only occupant inside the car. The victim was thrown from the car on impact and pronounced dead at the scene. He was only 19 years old. Loved ones are left devastated by this unexpected loss. A nearby neighbor gives us her thoughts on this horrific crash. All lives matter. Milwaukee is not that big. We don't have to speed. It's not a good scene to see parents 
and siblings crying like this. So take a good look and think about what you're doing. Several blocks were taped off as the medical examiner's office made their way to the scene. The Salvation Army was also present to offer the family support. Meanwhile, neighbors offer family their condolences. We just have to pray and keep, up, keep the families lifted up because they really need prayer. This investigation remains ongoing. Family on the scene declined to comment at this time. Reporting from the police station at 36 an hour, I'm Angelica Sanchez, Fox 6 News. Governor Walker has signed 11 bills designed to combat opioid addiction in Wisconsin. The governor called a special legislative session in January to pass those bills. He says opioid addiction is a public health crisis in this state that impacts everyone. This issue crosses uh, every border possible. Uh, small towns, sub suburbs, big cities, everywhere in between. The bills deal with a number of issues related to opioid addiction, including allowing school nurses to administer overdose antidotes and allowing for emergency and involuntary commitment to treatment centers for drug addicts. There are only three states in the country that don't have a budget. Wisconsin is one of them. Fox 6 political reporter Theo Keith tells us state Senate Republicans may have made matters worse by putting together their own version of the budget without any input from the Assembly. The unfinished parts of the budget are road funding, school funding, and property taxes. Republicans who control state government have not met publicly in weeks to debate. Marking the latest twist in Wisconsin's budget battles, Senate Republicans will unveil their own state budget Tuesday without Assembly Republicans. Governor Scott Walker once predicted that lawmakers would pass a budget in early July, then sometime in July. And now? Again, I, I'm confident uh, it'll be this summer, whether it's today, tomorrow, or next week. Remains to be seen. According to the National Conference of State Legislatures, Wisconsin is one of three states where the budget is late, joining only Connecticut and Rhode Island. Even Illinois has a budget. Yes, Wisconsin Republicans say, but that came with a 32% income tax hike. They took three years and got it wrong. We want to take a few extra weeks and get it right. The stalemate in Wisconsin centers on transportation spending. Walker has proposed borrowing $300 million for roads. Senate Republicans want to borrow $750 million. Assembly Republicans don't want any new borrowing unless there's a gas tax or fee increase. Wisconsin doesn't face any short-term consequences for the delay, but if it drags on, the state would have to cut road projects. Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett said that could impact what the city gets to fix its roads. Oh yeah, I'm very concerned. And I think, I think mayors throughout the state of Wisconsin are concerned about it because our local roads are a high priority for us. This is the longest it's taken to get a budget since Republicans took full control of Madison back in 2011. It's also delaying Walker's likely re-election campaign, which he has said he wouldn't launch until after he signs the budget. Today's Senate announcement scheduled for 11 o'clock this morning. Checking the Bryant Heating and Cooling Sports scoreboard, the Brewers fall to the Pirates 4-2 while the Cubs beat the Braves. So, Milwaukee's lead in the division is down to three and a half games now. 5-13 and still to come on the morning briefing. Had enough of O.J. Simpson? Uh, get ready for a major dose this week as he goes before a parole board. And yes, it will be televised. That's just ahead. Information and insight you can trust. This is the WISN Morning Briefing. And your morning briefing continues now at 518 with news and comments on that news. The O.J. Simpson saga will continue this week when he appears via video before a parole board that many believe is going to grant him his freedom after he spent a little over eight years behind bars on a robbery and kidnapping conviction. Now, if he is paroled, it now looks like he would be set free 
sometime in October. Here's more on the story from Fox News. It is a hearing that everyone will be watching. O.J. Simpson is up for parole this week, so will one of America's most infamous prisoners be set free? It's a crime saga that began more than 23 years ago. 1994, Los Angeles police in hot pursuit of a fugitive from justice, NFL legend Orenthal James Simpson, wanted for the murders of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown, and her friend, Ron Goldman. It led to the trial of the century. And in 1995, an acquittal, despite powerful DNA evidence that links Simpson directly to the crimes. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder in violation of Penal Code Section 187A. But two years later, in a civil trial, he was found liable for the deaths and ordered to pay more than $33 million to the families of the victims. Fast forward to 2007, O.J. arrested again, this time on armed robbery, kidnapping, and other charges involving two sports memorabilia agents at a Las Vegas hotel. He was convicted in that trial. Simpson is now 70 years of age and up for parole after serving more than eight years of a 33-year sentence. If granted release on Thursday, he would walk out of prison on October 1st. The hearing will be televised much like the trial. All right, Greg, get your thoughts on that. The reason why you had to do a two-minute recap is because most of the people don't remember this because they're so young. I was, like, listening to this, and I'm going, like, I know every part of this. And it's like, of course it's going to be televised because we can't get enough of scandal. We cannot sh we we've forgotten how to shame. So we all must go and just suck all this in because we can't get enough of it. I don't understand parole. <laughs> it should work in reverse. You start at the sentence, and good behavior prevents you from lengthening the sentence, not from shortening. I don't understand why somehow you can – a 33-year sentence goes to eight years. I don't know. The one thing I learned from this sentence is that facts don't matter when you're a celebrity and you got a lot of money and you have a lot of lawyers. Nobody else could have gotten off that way. Um, we excuse the brutality of famous people. If you look at what's going on with R. Kelly right now, there are no music sites that are talking about that, and they knew about that forever. And with O.J., there was a, there was a lot of star power there, and that star power overpowered a lot of people. What did R. Kelly do? Well, it's the whole... Let's it's another day. <laughs> you know the the. the uh, I thought the it under, was something new. No, the underage... No, I thought it was something new. Go ahead, it's, okay. it's the same thing. No, same it's thing. the old thing. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Not good. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. Edit. Okay, Dana. <laughs> well, watching the video, it, was, it reminded me, so on the night that he was acquitted, I was working as a waitress um, in Denver, Colorado, and I had the bar area, and no one left. And I, we, I think we stayed there. They, everybody stayed till like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I probably made the most tips I ever had in my life because, as Greg was saying, people were absolutely glued to the television, they couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. And there was no social networks, no internet, yet the thing was something we obsess over constantly. Well, and as much as I think that he killed his wife and Ron Goldman, this particular crime is for the botched robbery in Nevada. And I guess I would say that the reason that you do parole on, based on good behavior is so that you actually do behave in prison so that you can try to get out earlier, mm -hmm. Kimberly. I don't know if that's exactly yep. correct, but I think that... Um, and you're going to support that when you get locked up. I know, I know. I'm I don't think you should get preferential treatment for parole, um, but I do think that in our justice system, we have to look at this particular crime, and if the prosecutor and the judge think that he has met the standards that were set and that he should get parole, then he's probably going to get parole.
All right, Jesse, you, you recall this. I mean, how old were you? At I was in high school when I was watching this. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> um, no, I think the juice is going to get cut loose again because of the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. The first time he skated because he could pay for the dream team, they chose the bad venue, downtown L.A., and the prosecution booted it. Uh, they made him try on the glove. Um, they had Mark Furman, the racist, up on the stands. They got wow. the race card played on them, and they didn't even realize it was happening. That was their allegation against him. That was the allegation against Mark Furman. Uh, I thought it was on tape. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, and then the prosecutors threw the kitchen sink at him mm -hmm. for the armed robbery. He wasn't even holding the gun, but he was involved in the armed robbery. And they, I think it was, you know, really, really rough sentence because they had in mind this guy skated on a double homicide. Now, he has been behaving in prison, and no one is going to testify against him at the parole board hearing. So I think if they're fair and they just look at this case, they will parole him. But if they say karma is going to play a role here, mm -hmm. they're going to make him sit down. I think most Americans want to see O.J. stay in prison. I think there's a certain segment of the population that might break down among racial lines that want O.J. loose. And I understand that I'm going to shoot a water's world about this, and we'll see if that's the case or not. But then there's also a sixth segment of the population that says, I know he did it, but I still want to see O.J. out. I want to see O.J. in the tabloids. I want to see O.J. on TV because O.J. is a spectacle. Uh, and unfortunately, um, if he does get paroled, I think it's going to reopen a lot of racial wounds in this country, unfortunately. And I think O.J. being paroled is probably the only thing that could knock Trump out of the news cycle for a little while. But Trump will probably tweet about it, and then the media is going to go bonkers. Well, he's on parole for trying to get his sports memorabilia back. back. He claims. From these, yeah, but you can't use force to try no. to do that. It's Obviously a, it's a big guilty. Problem. But nevertheless, like, so you can't be kept in because you think that he murdered um, his wife True. and Ron Goldman. So this is a, an entirely different fact pattern, and yep. that's what they have to consider, not whether or not their personal beliefs as to whether or not he was uh, guilty of the prior crime. So this is like a trip down memory lane, Kimberly. Because, yes. I mean, on Thursday, this is going to be on all your television screens. Every cable channel, I think the networks may get involved, is going to oh cover God. this. And they're going to cover it with like the intensity. You would think it was another Trump event. Mm -hmm. uh, because that's the only thing that in my lifetime that you'd say is comparable, this kind of electrifying personality. Now, here's the criteria that the parole board will be looking at. They'll consider his age. And as Kimberly told you, he's okay, 70 nice. years old. So he's getting up there. Secondly, con was Medical the conviction for a violent crime? Well, in this case, Yes, it was. He didn't hold a gun, there was but a it gun. was a violent crime being committed at the time. Right. Then the third thing, his prior criminal history. Now, if you listen to us talk about this, you would think, oh, well, of course, you know, what happened to Nicole. But the fact is, O.J. Simpson doesn't have a prior criminal history. Right. And then the final factor that they will consider, and I find this amusing, his plans after his release. Well, what could, I mean, I guess he He's going to look for the real killers on the golf course. <laughs> that's, 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 I know you beat me to my own. I'm sorry, Walt. I didn't mean to steal that joke. But that's cool. I'm curious <laughs> about Kimberly's recollections of yeah. it because you were in California at the time. You were practicing yeah. law. And so what, what do you remember? And then I went in right after the OJ uh, you know, case to the Los Angeles district attorney as a new you know, prosecutor. And I was in the class with the Simpson interns. So they had been working on that case, and I was the only person hired that wasn't a Simpson oh, really? intern. Yes, and huh. the only one who wasn't from the LADA's office because I came from San Francisco. So that was interesting. But and then going downtown to try cases at the time, 
and you would see because of the backlash against the police and everything, you would see like not guilties up on the board in terms like any case where it had an officer as a main witness, it was a narcotics case, et cetera. Very difficult at the time. And then just, you know, the composition of the juries downtown, depending on the, you know, the different areas. I was one of the things that uh, the DA's office was criticized about is that they didn't try the case where it happened in that particular why, why court. That? Well, they made a decision to take it downtown to the criminal courts building, oh. high security, et cetera, and they actually thought that the jurors down there would be, I think, more um, likely to convict him, and they grossly miscalculated yeah. that mm. because the civil case was done in the actual area by Brentwood, that oh. Santa Monica court, and that's where they were able to get the civil, you know, um, verdict issued against him. So yep. it was quite interesting. But I think there's about an 82% chance, and usually in that Nevada system, that people with his similar background in terms of lack of priors, uh, good conduct, nobody's opposing his role, his age, his medical condition, et cetera, pretty much 82% yeah, that wow. I think so that he'd get released. What, what could he do? If you think about that, a lot of the characters in this drama are still alive, whether you want to talk about Marsha Clark, Judge Ito, Cowlings, Furman, the, uh, uh, Rosa Lopez, the maid, Cato Kalin. You know, it's a pay-per-view pay reunion panel that could probably blow Mayweather McGregor out of the water. <laughs> I think I mean, Fox should make some calls on yeah. that. But right? I mean, you had everybody, <laughs> you had everybody up there. You had all of them up there, and, and it could be, like, an amazing thing to finally, like, get to the truth and just... Get really ugly. Maybe on the Greg Gutfeld show. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have enough chairs. But will will he have to pay the thirty-three? Oh yeah, and a half million because he never paid the money to the. Well, every, any money he makes has to be docked, right? Well, no, but I think some of the NFL pension is protected. Right. Yeah. But, so the question is, if he goes out and does something, like he can't write another book that says, "What if I did?" did it? But yeah. do you know Kimberly about the? <laughs> yeah, I mean he's yeah. That's a judgment that still is in effect yeah, against him. There. Right. So yeah, that's if he makes some money, he joins like the Kardashian reality show. Oh. <laughs> You know, oh, no. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, and he them. makes any money from that profits. Of course, they're going to try to seize it and make sure that they get the money put towards their judgment, right? That's fair, isn't it? So good. if you just haven't had enough of OJ, be near the TV Thursday. If you have had enough, that's a day you probably want to avoid television. Much more still to come on the morning briefing, including repeal and replace is dead. Now it's on to just repeal. We'll have that more along with an update on your morning traffic. It's 5:29. It is 5:35. Here are some of the top national and international stories on the morning briefing. Looks like the latest Senate effort to repeal and replace Obamacare is dead. Fox's Ed Henry reports from the White House. I just got off the phone with one of the president's top advisors who told me uh, this is a blow to the president tonight, but they are still hopeful they can pick up the pieces uh, either by getting the Senate to work on health care again after the August. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
recess, or perhaps the president will have to go out to the American people and put pressure on Senate Republicans to come up with a new version after six or seven years of vowing that they would repeal and replace Obamacare. Tonight, for now at least, it is dead. This news coming because two more Republican senators have come out and said they cannot support the current version of the bill. That would be Mike Lee of Utah as well as Jerry Moran of Kansas. Now here's what they're going to do. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says they will vote to repeal all of Obamacare and then work on a bill to replace it. A repeal bill would include a two-year delay that would allow for a smooth transition to a new health care plan. There are a lot more questions than answers in Minneapolis after officers shot and killed a woman who had called police to report a possible sexual assault near her home. Here's Fox's Jeff Manasso. Police officers responding to a 911 call Saturday night in southwest Minneapolis fatally shot the caller. 40-year-old Australian Justine DeMond to the Star Tribune citing three sources. Reports approached the driver's side of the squad car and was talking to one officer. And she was shot through the window by the passenger officer. We're told she didn't have a weapon. And now many are demanding answers. If we don't demand justice, this will happen again because our police forces are out of control. The officers are on paid leave. Their body and dash cameras were not on at the time. The state has taken over the investigation and they're tight-lipped about any other details. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. The State Department announces people with grandparents and other close relatives can get visas to enter the U.S. This despite the travel ban. The new guidelines also include grandchildren, uncles, aunts, and some in-laws. The administration originally excluded those family members from a list of close relatives that were exempt from the ban. The Trump administration has met a deadline to inform Congress about Iran's compliance with a now two-year-old nuclear deal. Here's Fox's Jane Metzler. President Trump had threatened to rip up the nuclear deal with Iran, signed two years ago last Friday. Instead, the administration informing Congress by Monday's midnight certification deadline, the Iranians were complying with terms of the agreement, clearing the way for sanctions to be lifted. But administration officials insist Iran is unquestionably in default of the spirit of the agreement and could face new U.S. sanctions for developing ballistic missiles, among other transgressions. Jane Metzler, Fox News. It'll be mostly sunny for most of the day, but then we have storm chances tonight with a high of 84 today. A chance for thunderstorms tonight, dropping down to about 69. Again, a chance for showers tomorrow with a high of 82. It is 62 degrees right now at 538. Water levels continue to recede in Wisconsin's flood zones. That's allowing cleanup efforts in Walworth, Racine, and Kenosha counties to move into high gear. In Kenosha County, the Sheriff's Department remains active as deputies work to make sure people are safe. We've had our bike bike patrol units out here um, checking on residents. We've had pickup trucks. Our deputies and detectives have been driving around checking on people to make sure uh, residents are okay. They're still totaling up the damages and say that if they reach $8 million or more, the area will qualify for federal disaster assistance. That flooding last week, by the way, washed out a planned fundraiser for a pair of Wilmot High School students who are trying to raise money to help pay their way to the Junior Olympics. Jordan Jesse and his friend Anthony Poco need to raise about $2,000 to help pay for the trip to Michigan for those Olympics. The flooding has also forced the owner of Luis's Pizza, that's in Salem, to shut down for about a month at least. And that means his employees will not be getting paid. You just always have, a, a, you know, thousands of dollars worth of food, hundreds of dollars of soda, and thousands of dollars of liquor. And... Gone. Luis's Pizza was supposed to be the venue for that fundraiser to help the two high school students 
pay their way to the Junior Olympics. And adding insult to injury, one of those boys, his mother, works at Luisa Pizza. One of two suspects arrested in the kidnapping and rape of a Milwaukee woman in court Monday after being extradited back to Wisconsin from Kentucky. He was then ordered held under a $45,000 bail. And investigators say speed did indeed play a factor, a major role in fact, in a crash Monday afternoon that killed a 19-year-old man. This happened near Fond du Lac and Roosevelt when the man hit a curb and then crashed into a tree. The impact literally tore the car in two. This woman lives in the area and tried to console the victim's family when they arrived on scene. It's not a good scene to see parents and siblings crying like this. So take a good look and think about what you're doing. The victim ejected from the car on impact. He was dead at the scene. 540 on the morning briefing. Scott Dolphin in with sports brought to you by Roto-Rooter. Good morning, Ken. The Pirates double up the Brewers 4-2 to open a four-game series in Pittsburgh. Josh Hader tagged with the loss last night. Orlando Arcia was good. He had two hits, drove in a run, stole three bases, but Gregory Polanco was better for the Pirates. He was four for four, drove in a couple, also scored two runs. Pirates uh, win the game. The Brewers lead now three and a half on the Cubs, who have come out of the shoot after the All-Star break and won their fourth straight last night. They beat the Braves 4-3 to in Atlanta. Dave Gettleman is out as general manager of the Carolina Panthers. They surprisingly relieved him of his duties yesterday. The GM had served the Panthers since 2013. Carolina went 6-10 and last season after falling to the Broncos in Super Bowl 50 the previous year. Kirk Cousins is set to become the first quarterback to play under the franchise tag for two straight seasons. He failed to reach a long-term deal with Washington before yesterday's deadline. He'll make just under $24 million this coming season. NBA Summer League, the Lakers are champions. They knocked off Portland 110-98 in the championship game, and Lonzo Ball did not play in the title game due to a calf strain but was still named the Summer League MVP. Paul Pierce is retiring as a member of the Celtics. Pierce signed a one-day deal yesterday in order to retire with the franchise. He's 39, spent his first 15 seasons in Boston. He helped lead the Celtics to an NBA title in 2008. Co-owner Wick Grousebeck says Pierce's number 34 will be retired. From the Big 920 Sports Desk, I'm Scott Dalton on News Talk 1130 WISN. It is 542 on the WISN Morning Briefing and still to come, repeal and replace is dead. So Republicans say they're going to concentrate now on just repeal. They want to repeal Obamacare. And then a lively debate on the political double standard in America where Republicans could never get away with the things the Democrats routinely get away with. That's just ahead. Your first dose of information, quick and concise. This is the WISN Morning Briefing. We have partly cloudy skies, 62 degrees, heading to a high today of 84 degrees. And then tonight, some more storms may be rumbling across the area. 547 as the WISN Morning Briefing continues with more news and comments on that news. One of the stories you're going to hear a whole lot about today, President Trump and Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell are now saying if you can't change it, well, kill it. It now appears certain that the Senate version of a health care plan will not pass with word that two more Republican senators have come out and said they're not going to vote to advance the bill in the Senate. That means no vote, no debate, no nothing. Republican Senators Mike Lee of Utah and Jerry Moran of Kansas joined Senators Rand Paul of Kentucky and Susan Collins of Maine in saying they will not support the bill. So, President Trump took to Twitter last night to declare, quote, Republicans should just repeal failing Obamacare now and work on a new health care plan that will start with a clean slate. Dems will join in. And we'll have to wait and see if that really happens. 
Majority Leader Mitch McConnell apparently agrees the time has come for vote to just kill Obamacare and then work on a completely different and new health care plan. Now, during the Obama administration, remember, Senate Republicans did, in fact, vote to repeal Obamacare with a two-year delay that would provide for a stable transition to a new plan. President Obama, of course, vetoed that bill. We'll continue to follow this development. Moving on now, Democrats still screaming collusion when it comes to the Trump campaign. But interestingly enough, the Democrats and the mainstream media continue to ignore the proven collusion between the Clinton campaign and the government of Ukraine to help Clinton and hurt Donald Trump. Fox's Greg Gutfeld commented on the media double standard that we're all too familiar with now, sparking a rather spirited debate with Juan Williams and the rest of the five. So as the media fans the flames of collusion, I ask, what about them? Meaning, what about Hillary's dirty tricks, Podesta's scams, the media's role in ignoring all of it? Remember blaming Benghazi on a video, Donna Brazil's debate help, the tarmac visit, the secret server, the IRS, or how about the left's decades of collusion with the USSR? You couldn't swing a dead tabby without hitting a fellow traveler in Hollywood or academia. <laughs> Funny how the left embraced a far worse evil back then, and now they hate Russia, whose military and landmass is nowhere near the size and strength of its old self. Now, I get it. The what about them argument doesn't excuse Donald Jr.'s actions, but that's not the point. It's simply to show you that the chase is driven by politics and not morality. It reveals the depths the left goes to win. Example, let's say for the past year, Jesse's been stuffing me in my locker outside the five. Finally, I punch him in the goofies. That's the what about argument. The response is valid after the abuse. That's why America yawns over Russia. And for them, a better explanation exists. A non-politician, Donald Trump Jr., took a meeting, unaware of the rules, and forgot about it. Look, Russian meddling is a worry that we raised every single day on the five. But today's duplicity by hysterics who embraced the Reds decades ago negates the outrage. You want collusion to matter? Ask this. How do we stop it from happening again? That's constructive, which is why the Dems and their media enablers hate it. Um... Jesse, uh, shouldn't the past matter, the context? Shouldn't we provide context that the people that are chasing Trump have done far worse? Yeah, or is that, an ex is that, as they say, a distraction, a diversion? Yeah, you're doing it. And the reason I stuffed you in the locker is because you fit so nicely in that teeny little locker. And it's I don't so mind cute. it. I don't it's mind so it. Cute. I sleep in there. Um, I, I think the Democrats are trying to criminalize winning. And the only thing Trump is guilty of is beating Hillary. And they want to make beating Hillary a crime. Now, the reason you use the what about them scenario is because it's the only thing that really challenges the left's integrity. Because when you say they're hypocritical, they have double standards, or they're biased, they say, oh, no, we're not. And then you can point to these hard examples because their integrity is all they have in order to sell their propaganda. But that's what it is. It's a, it's a mirage. And they use it to masquerade the propaganda. So without it, they're broke. But I love playing the what about them game? I'm actually quite good at it. You stole some of them you in your monologue, but um, I'd like to add a few. <laughs> they did use the IRS as a weapon mm -hmm. to persecute Republicans in order to win re-election. They lied about the video in order to win re-election. They said, you can keep your health care in order to win re-election. That's not even mentioning the fact that they let guns walk into Mexico that killed a Border Patrol guard or let you know, these people hack our military and then commute the guilty people. So here's the things that Don Jr. didn't do. 
Mm -hmm. Don Jr. didn't destroy evidence. He didn't plead the fifth. He didn't get anybody shot. He didn't break a law so far. He didn't embolden terrorists. So I'd like to hear what the media has to say about those charges before they can start convicting him. Mm, I think that's a fair defense, Juan. If you focus on future collusion, then that, that keeps you from talking about the past. Is that why the Democrats and the media can't move on? They can't say about what we should do next? Because then, they, then that forces them to let go of this story. Do you follow me, Juan? I was trying to. I mean, it's a brilliant <laughs> comment I made. In fact, I'll just skip you now. No, go you ahead. Mean, you mean that, that because of the things you mentioned in the past where you had fellow travelers who were mostly liberal Democrats who... No, not that. that they're, oh. They have to focus on what happened in the campaign rather than how can, we can stop it in the future. If you say, okay, let's... We agree. If, if Republicans... We agree. Meddling is bad and meddling happened. Let's work to prevent that in the future. They'll go, no, not so fast. Not we need to focus on the past. No, on the campaign. Well, that's just not true. Because, but it's happening. No, because in fact, the head of the Democratic, I think, Congressional Committee just wrote a letter to the Republican cohort saying, let's get together, <clears throat> let's create an alliance and stop this from happening in the future. And guess what? The Republican said no. Really? Yeah, so because I think... I do not have that information with me. I shall look it up later. <laughs> okay, but I think the fear is that somehow <laughs> that you, you justify <laughs> or validate the idea of this Russian probe. But, I mean, my feeling is, by the way, that... Guess what? Trump Jr. <laughs> did obstruct because he didn't reveal his email contacts. Kushner. Did he obstruct justice or did you he said, just obstruct? You said he, he didn't. <laughs> he, he was not forthcoming with the information, much as. Maybe Kushner. he should have deleted all his emails like oh, that. Or get out. Him. How about Kushner? Yeah, that's a good point, though. Can I just yeah. move to, to yeah, Kimberly? Thank he didn't you. think if he had. He clearly didn't think he was doing anything wrong. He didn't even bother to hide anything. Well, that's usually the sign of the New York Times person. had it. Well, he still, he, he, if he thought he had done something wrong, a.k.a. Hillary, right. he would have, he would have destroyed the them before is, that. The point is, if he thought there was something nefarious in it or he had done something that was criminally liable for, et cetera, there was some kind of evidence of specific collusion, yeah, then he would have destroyed evidence, which is what we saw Hillary Clinton do and get away with, and everyone thinks it's just peachy keen. You know, just to go ahead and delete, um, you know, 30,000 emails, bleach bit, destroy devices, do anything you can. But there's a total double standard, and that's just all fine. It's mm -hmm. just dandy. You but guys are now, running away no, from this No, we're not story. running away. I'm running right into it. Feels good. So <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. What, so Don Jr. is like, here's my information. So what if the New York Times had it or not? He, he had it available because he didn't delete it or try and destroy it or try and get rid of and tamper with evidence, et cetera. So he's being transparent. He's answered questions, okay? He's produced the emails, and he said, you know, regrettably, yes, he could have handled things a little bit differently, but nevertheless, it's 20 minutes, a uh, complete waste of time. And I think the evidence is showing now that this was a total setup because you look at the woman that uh, he met with and her connections and ties to the Democratic Party. Uh, so, I mean, what, what else is there to say there? Well, there is obvious what happened. from Dana. Wrap it up. Use your common sense and your wisdom. <laughs> Put a Put big it, bow on it. Yes, a big intelligent. Not, I don't actually buy the conspiracy theory or, uh, that she was set up, that the Democrats set it up for her to go. That might come out in the wash, and, and then I would, I just don't think there's enough evidence there to say that. I do es posible. Think that, that it, yes, es posible. <laughs> uh, I do think that the Russians maybe were trying to say, like, knock, knock, was yeah. any, is anybody there? And they got someone to say, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm there. And I think the reason last week when I said I never would do it, I thought about this over the weekend, why would I think that? It's because every day of my life, I have woken up thinking that I'm in trouble with somebody. Right. <laughs> and I wake up, and I think, even before I got out of bed, I'm like, why is my dad mad at me? Did I do it? I haven't done anything yet. And I've, I have... Um, a nose for trouble, mm. and I'm a little bit paranoid. 
And I also think that if it said the Russian government wants to provide information, like, ding, 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 okay, okay, don't do that. I, also, I was trying to think. I thought like, I had a nose what, for trouble. <laughs> oh, you have a whole body yeah, for trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can sniff out trouble and stay out of it. Okay, um, let me know what you find. But the one thing, well, a big problem for Hillary Clinton for a long time is that yeah. she always believed she was above the law. Mm -hmm. And that's what made the right so mad. Right. And so when you talk about, well, what about this, it does sort of weaken the argument from the right. But as you've said, the right has now taken on the tactics of the left. And mm -hmm. if that is worth it to win, mm -hmm. Maybe that's where the movement goes, although I just would like to think we're better than that. I just think that they're just saying to lower the temperature on the media side, say you're going to make this into Watergate. Well, what about Watergate 1, 2, 3, 4.0 the last eight years? I that's think Benghazi is a really good example. I mean, we were made fun of for talking hey. about that, that guy. And nobody stood up for the video maker Everybody for his laughed. First Amendment rights for making right. the video. That's right. I remember that. Nobody stood up for the producer. Why? Well, he was a conservative. Imagine the uproar that would have come had he been a liberal Democrat and produced a film that, well, Republicans didn't like and then was chastised for it, taken to court over it even, which we saw happen. 5.57 on the WISN Morning Briefing. We are just minutes away now from the Jay Weber Show. Good morning, sir. Morning, sir. How are you? All is well, thank you. Well, as you're aware of overnight, uh, Obamacare repeal died. Yeah. Uh, the Republicans are giving up on it. Mitch McConnell is now moving to f uh, farce votes. Uh, show votes, so we'll talk about that. Uh, President Trump's vote fraud commission sure has Democrats spooked and alarmed over nothing. I mean, uh -oh. if you believe them, this is over nothing. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk to uh, former detective uh, Steve Spingola on the M the Milwaukee Police Department Commission's directive. The, this is the, the Police and Fire Commission's directive to Chief Flynn to change his no-chase policy within 10 days or else. Hmm. So we'll talk about that, too. Any idea of whether Mayor Barrett will try to veto that? Uh, no, but it's an interesting question. He, he yeah. can, he can. I don't think that he he will because yeah. a major change has occurred here. A change in the tide has uh, occurred. Milwaukee aldermen, uh, by and large, are now against the snow chase policy, as are obviously a number of these fire and police commissioners. So I'd be a little surprised if Barrett tries to protect Flynn on this one and vetoes the move. All right. So Another great program just minutes away. That wraps up this edition of the WISN Morning Briefing. Join me again tomorrow for another hour of news and commentary. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.